So it actually changes. You can kind of see like it's blue and everything. But it actually like changes colors in here with the different coins you put oh, okay. in. Okay. Oh. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, and then this was just some little because they've, they've always like they've always been thing. huge with, like the role playing toys. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Um yeah, I remember I had like the whole collection and stuff like that when I was a kid and that was all like cheap yeah. cheap ex- yeah. you know, foam plastic and Oh yeah, my son stuff like that. Even my son, I mean, cuz again, I think at this point, you know, several different generations have had their version of Power Rangers. Yep. It might be the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or Turbo, whatever it may have been. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, he had like tons of like knives and swords that they were cool because they would like uh, connect apart to make bigger weapons or break down and they made noises and he had yep. tons yeah. of that shit. So. <laughs> I mean, this was like, this is like stuff that I wish we had when... I won't say when I was a kid because I was like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was too, yeah, I was like, should I be watching this? Like but, it's kinda uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. I know. I don't care. Everyone, if you weren't you wouldn't be on a shit. Field of Geeks podcast. That's true. Right yeah. That's everyone true. gave me shit for it. Yeah. And now Power Rangers is popular, so that's why you're, yeah. you're secret about it until like pop culture explodes and you're like, Yeah, I get yeah. to yeah. Right. And see, I was never like, you know, growing even as like a teenager, I was never really super secretive about my Yeah nerdy shit like it was yeah, I, I was, it was pretty much just like right hey guys i'm going home to watch transformers that's or because you were armed whatever you <laughs> at the time i was not but but yeah i uh yeah i used to watch stuff and i'm like i don't even feel bad for watching this this is awesome you right know? yeah yeah Fuck well, I just kept it a secret. I was like, "Yeah, it's stupid." It's awesome what they. What they <laughs> well, in the eighties, it was worse. Oh, you, you know, yeah. you, you had to, yeah. Oh yeah, Transformers and well, no, whatever. well, it's just you know, if if you like, oh geeky yeah. nerd stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You kept it to yourself, nerd. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, you like Batman? Gross. Yeah, yeah there and were now, two Steves. Yeah, <laughs> the one that was at school, and then the one that was at home when I'm reading. <laughs> like, comics. yeah, sports ball. Right. Make a touchdown. See you night. When I was, you know, late 80s, when I was in, like, middle school, it was, you know, me and a select few, we were like, oh, let's make our own comic book characters. And I mean, we so we, like, kind of found our own little, like, nerdy clique. And then I remember me and this this kid named Jason. No idea what ever happened to this guy. We would sit around. We'd fucking talk dinosaurs for (laughs) all recess long, every day, dinosaurs. So, I mean, yeah, I was was a nerd through and through. Right. I was yeah. vice president of the uh, science club, which I helped create. Holy shit. In my middle school. Nice. So, yeah. You should be the main host for this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a phony. Um, <laughs> I kept it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It's, isn't it funny to look back on that, though? Like, when we were, you know, kids and, like, collecting comic books and stuff like that was considered, like, Oh, you're such a dork, you're a nerd, and everything yeah. like that. And now everyone is like, oh, yeah, Iron Man. Yeah. You know, yeah. All this stuff yeah. from like the MCU, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm such a nerd. I watch She Hulk. Yeah. Day. And all they like, know is the cinematic <laughs> versions of things, you know? Yeah. Right. Whereas right. I'm critiquing the cinematic version of things. I don't know. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's, not, that's not accurate. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Excellent. That's so out of character. It's just, yeah. oh, forget it. I'm out. <laughs> You're like, guys, Bucky's alive. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. The lightsaber's not supposed to be that color. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, yeah, growing up, it wasn't, it was the comic books or the, you know, my favorite were the trading cards, the, you know, the comic oh, book yeah. trading oh, cards. Oh, God, yes. And I remember, you know, being, so what, many of those. fourth grade, maybe it was, and, and trading 
from that first series of the Marvel trading cards, oh, yeah. trading an Archangel mm-hmm. card for a Wolverine patch card, nice. and thinking I had scored a huge because yeah. that Wolverine patch card was awesome. big. Oh, good stuff. I remember uh, the 89 Batman trading cards from the I, movie. Yeah. Yeah, because that's usually how I discovered things was the movie came first, and then, then I got excited and went to the comics and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, what was what was the first comic book you remember buying? Um, It was probably a Fantastic Four from maybe around 76 or 7. Okay. All right. Wow. I remember like getting them occasionally, but the first one I remember like picking out and buying. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was like Spider-Man 361. Oh, okay, yeah. So the first appearance of Carnage. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was that, and then right around the same time, I remember picking up the. Um, the Punisher comic <laughs> when, he, when he turned black for a few issues with Luke Cage. Yeah. What? Uh, you don't know that storyline? No. Yeah. He yep. accidentally killed a police officer, had to go on the run, went to a plastic surgeon slash heroin addict and had her kind of give him some plastic surgery to escape. And she turned him into a black man. Coming to Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he then left. Uh, New York and went to Chicago to hide out where he meets Luke Cage (laughs) (laughs) and he and Luke Cage had this little you know three issue adventure which then spun into Luke Cage's own 20 issue run Um, and then um, and then at by the end of his adventure with Luke Cage, he like fades back into White Punisher. Yeah, I mean this. The nineties were a different time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. But. Yeah, and you know ideas. when, when I was a kid though, I, we lived um, <laughs> we lived in Omaha, and by our apartments that we lived in at the time, there was a Seven Eleven, and so there was my elementary school, walk into Seven Eleven, and then home, you know, and uh, they had them on the newsstand. You know, they mm-hmm. had like a big rack yeah. of comics, yep. you know, so I would just, that's when it started, you know, it was in the seventies wow. and yeah, it was Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Batman, uh, and Superman. Those are kind of the four mains and, yep. you know, if I could pick up something else goofy, I would, but uh, sure. yeah, those were fun days. That's where I first discovered that, um, like that G.I. Joe was even a comic book, yeah. was a quick trip on you know, Southeast 14th street. I think it's maybe now a Mexican grocery store or something. But anyway, um, remember going up there and picking up a GI Joe comic and like growing up on like the cartoon Mm -hmm. where they shoot lasers and everyone parachutes out safely. And this first issue was like (laughs) death of the battle force 2000. Like, Oh wow. Open up and like, Six people just like bite it. Like yeah. sneak peek gets gunned down in the street, and I'm like, "Oh, this shit's different." This is dark. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I was it. I was hooked after that on that comic series. I was oh, all in. Man, my cousin got me into comics. I think because he had a great collection, and he took me. Yeah, he took me to my first comic book stores, and I think I picked out the wrong comics because I was like, I didn't. There was just so much. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah, I definitely loved the um, movie adaptation comics yeah. for the Batman movies, mm-hmm. which gave away the whole movie. Oh, yeah. I think that's why they stopped making those comics. Yeah. Or they released them after. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, Marvel did a lot of those, too. Like, I remember having a uh, Star Trek Six comic book. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like an adaptation yeah. one. And then uh, they had, like, they had some really weird ones. They had, like, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yep. I think yeah. I remember yeah. that those. one. And yeah. Death of Superman, that was like the first time I actually went out and like Target acquired. I'm buying a lot of these because yeah. I'm going to be rich. And they're 30 bucks now for a brand. As regular to comic <laughs> yeah. stores at the time, yeah, that was the worst time. Yeah. 
to be a comic fan was just mm-hmm. because you know you're going in there for your normal crap yeah you know there's lines stretched out the door of people who don't give a shit about comics right you know, just wanting the yeah they the saw, issue yeah they yeah. saw it on 2020 and uh, right like, oh, yeah. I just have to have they think they're gonna retire early on, right on it and it's like you know even then i'm like he's coming back right you guys know yeah. that, right <laughs> you know they're not gonna kill off their because <laughs> no, that reminds me of a uh, of a robot chicken sketch where okay so like you know, it's like Batman's given a eulogy and yeah. it's like Green Arrow died. Oh, yeah. And he's up there. He's like, no, you know what? Screw this. How many here, raise your hand, have died and come back to life? <laughs> Everybody. Everybody raises their hand and then like Green Arrow's in the back. <laughs> well, one of the, I mean, because one of the things that largely drove me out of comics is that exactly where it's not even about telling stories it's mm-hmm. it's marketing yeah right. that's what they're doing yeah. is they're marketing these characters it's events now too it is. you know it's, that's the it, other thing too i tried to get back into comics just a few years ago and initially and right away it's like event after event after yeah. event and i'm like i just want to read right one or two yeah. or three titles i don't want to have to collect everything because that what that's what drove me out of it in the late right i guess early you know 2010s mm-hmm. yeah when i got out of it is because it was event after event after event and i'm buying shitty crossovers written by shitty authors uh-huh, that, yeah i want to say the it'll all get changed in six yeah. months and you know yep. i want to say what like because my dad and i were like collecting you know big into like collecting spider-man and and stuff like that and i want to say what stopped our comic collection was the clone saga Spider-Man. Oh, well, that, because, uh, that's what kind of stopped 90s comic. I mean, yeah. that's what really burst that bubble altogether. It mm-hmm. was like, okay, you have to... It doesn't just follow in one series. You know, you've got Web of Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Adventures of Peter Parker, like whatever the yeah. spectacular yeah. Spider-Man, all the other shit. Well, I, I think with, neighbor. with yeah. that, there was supposed feet. to be a certain number of issues, <laughs> and they're like, oh, let's expand it, yeah. and then let's made it like a hundred more issues. Right. Yeah. And it became a convoluted mess, and I do think that that was largely what killed the comics well, then they in, had, the, like, in yeah. the 90s. Every issue, they had a variant cover. They had ones that would like... If you buy all four covers, you can put them together and make this little mini poster. I'm like, Who I still don't like shit? variant covers today. I don't like variant covers. Yeah, I don't like the fact because I can't tell you how many times, especially with a lot of Marvel titles now, I've noticed is they don't put right on the front what the issue number is. It's yeah. like hidden on the back. What? And so you pick up like it, and I'm like, oh, I don't have this issue, and then I take it home, and I've got you have it, yeah. The ver- yeah, yeah, and it's, it's just a very cover, cover uh, and they put bastards. it on the back in some weird print that I'm yeah. not good at looking at, is knowing even what issue I'm buying. So comics, yeah. well, DC's comics crazy are now too, now. right? I mean, it's all just, terrible, and sales today so are, times. yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I've stopped reading all current, with the exception of Spawn, right? You know, yeah. and it's only because. It's still very true to its roots, and it's yeah, you know, it's basically standalone storytelling, and right. you know, it, uh, you know, it's just it's fun. It's always great art to look at. It's part know, of image, but, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. And is image itself doing pretty well? Do you know, or um, are they? Spawn they have more titles it. in the top fifty than DC does. Wow. I th- well, and I think image is still doing. They're still doing it relatively right. I think where it's mm-hmm. not about because it's. You know, a lot of it is like small, self-contained miniseries from independent creators. It's riskier titles, but it's not event crossover after event crossover. You don't have that. You don't. You don't have to read thirty issues of comics to understand. Yeah. 
a six issue run of Chew or whatever you know. Right. It may have been. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. I think Image Image is doing it. I think relatively right. And there's something to be said. I think for that long long form serialized storytelling. But I yeah. think a lot of it gets lost, especially because nowadays the storytelling aspect is so decompressed Mm -hmm. because they're not telling one issue stories. Mm -hmm. They're telling six issue stories because it's got to fit into a graphic novel. Right. Um, And that's what they're telling stories as now. And I miss the old days where you could open up a single issue of a Spider-Man comic and not have to have read anything before it to kind of, and if you want to maybe enhance your understanding, there's a little editor notes and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, see this issue for that backstory or whatever. Yeah. Um, I really miss that when you could pick up, an issue of something and yeah. know exactly what was going on. Right. Because well, that's how it was in the 90s. Right? Yeah. And it was, and it got to, I remember back in the day where it was like, if it went past three issues in one story, it was like, wow, this is a big deal. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, like Punisher turning into a black man. Right. You know? <laughs> three issues. <laughs> but back then, you know, me. I don't know how many times, I mean, I love the old Batman stories where it was just self-contained one, maybe two issues. Yeah. Yeah. story in a row and that was it and yep. and then next month what's what's going to happen next month you know it's right, something yeah. new and different yeah. and I do I, I really miss bankrupt that today. from the, yeah. the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. uh, I think that's that's something that I, I enjoyed about comic reading at that time because it's just it's so not friendly for new readers no. either to go in, to a comic book shop and pick up a comic book yeah. especially mm-hmm. I mean and this is why I say that it's all about marketing now because they try to do that so what happens is um, in the movies, Black Panther becomes a woman. So what's going to happen mm-hmm. in the comics? Black Panther becomes a woman. What happens in, you know, Thor? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. granted with Thor, it was kind of a little reversed where Jane already had the power. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What, so what's happening now is the comic books oftentimes are mirroring the... The cinematic partners. The cinematic yeah. partners. And, and laziness, yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're out of ideas. We'll just borrow from these creative right. types. Right. And, the, and I would hate... And I, you know... As you know, someone who again enjoys writing, I would hate to be a writer and be told, "Oh, hey, by the way, now you know you're right. completely this, pigeonholed yeah. into writing what you're told to write." Yeah. Oh, hey, know? I know you've been writing Spider-Man for however long, but now <laughs> Peter Parker's no longer Spider-Man, yeah. and it's somebody else for a little bit. I'd be like, "This is some bullshit." Yeah, so, especially yeah, I'd be like I'm not paid enough for this. Yeah, bullshit. right, right. <laughs> and Punisher, no, we're not going back to that, Phil. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, wait. I, Punisher be a black man again? That's no, like crazy. Not, no, yeah. not in twenty twenty three. No, right. At least not. At least yeah. not going about it that way. Oh so. my god, there's so much stuff. Oh, those are probably impossible to find. I imagine those. Uh, I, I bet they're like the they're probably the in any. Comics. I bet you could find them in like the quarter bins. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Wow, so. that's insane. I'm sure there's so many other storylines there. Uh, yeah, nuts. I mean that's just one that that comes to mind. Yeah, there's a well, lot of pretty. It's pretty. There was crazy. a lot of zany shit back in the day that yeah. they were. Right. Be able to get away with the can now.